0: This is Fresh Matters and I am Papa Kwesi Ndung. In this episode, we will continue the discussion of lessons learned, entrepreneurship lessons learned by me and by others that I have worked with, that I have collaborated with throughout these past years. So number three, in my view, is that you must watch, watch your your successful seniors. Now, note that I didn't say, watch your seniors, or watch your elders, or watch your colleagues. I said watch your successful seniors. Learn their habits and attitudes. Learn. The habits and attitudes of the successful ones. Now, that doesn't mean you go in and get someone to become a mentor. Many people keep saying, I need a mentor. I need someone that I can talk to uh, who will mentor me, who will educate me. I don't mean that. I don't mean that. What I mean is that there are people out there. They may not be in the same industry. They may not be even in the same geographic area. But learn. Find them. Find successful ones. And think about, understand, get to know as much as you can how they did what they have been able to do. Researching successful people, successful companies Successful situations. It's a wonderful, wonderful practical experience. And here, yes, I want to say there are there are still pioneering fields and territories. And of course, chances are that someone has tried what you are inspired to do. Somebody in the same industry someone in the same or similar geographic area um, but they are still pioneering or pioneer areas or territories not necessarily industries um, so there are some some greenfield things out there that nobody has tried before and so you may not have somebody to look at to emulate to 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 ask questions, and, and, and to fall on when you have challenges. But you know, there are people out there. Search for successful people in any field. You may be in insurance. But, the, but there might be a successful person in music. There might be a successful person in manufacturing. There might be a successful teacher or architect or a nurse. Find out how they have become successful. And of course I tell people, try not to be envious. Try not to just go behind people's backs and 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 you know say all manner of negative things. If a person is successful, and here I'm talking about people who have been in a certain field, in a certain area, um, who are consistently doing their work, carrying on with their business, and getting some things done, success you will know when you see them. And I'm not talking about the overnight successes, those who took shortcuts those who have relied on political patronage and stuff like that, no. I am talking about people who have been able, able um, to push themselves up to become successful. I'll tell you, success stories do inspire, and, and they are wonderful. So I'll tell you what I did. As I mentioned earlier, I left Ghana and traveled to the United States of America at a very young age. Um, Yes, I knew some people, but I didn't have a sponsor. I had to fend for myself. I had to work. I had to do all manner of things myself in order to get going. But... But you know what I did? I found magazines. I love to read. and yes, I watched television, I listened to radio. but what I I read, what I listened to, what I watched were to find people, people who are considered successful by other people. So for example, because I was an African in America, a black person in America, I wanted to know how, how and what, what made people like me, people who are African-Americans, Africans, black people of all types, what made them successful in America? In a country dominated by white Americans. How did they how did they make it? So I looked for magazines such as Ebony. Ebony, which was published by Johnson Publishing in Chicago. So I I I looked first of all for who was the owner? What was the family? What was their story? What was their history? So even for the magazine itself, I needed to know. So I did research on ebony and related magazines, Jet Magazine, and related business, Fashion Fair Cosmetics, and wanted to know who these people are who are behind it. How did they start it? What did they do? Where are they? I researched into Johnson Products. Um, And so many others. But reading the Ebony magazine, Jet magazine, you know, Jet magazine had all the features in it. But it always had a feature on people, successful black people. And had a little bit about their story in there. And so did Ebony. And then Black Enterprise magazine. I always bought it every month. Black Enterprise Magazine because I wanted to read the story of Black business people, Black businesses. And once a year, Black Enterprise came up with the Black Enterprise 100 or the top businesses in many fields, manufacturing, technology, transportation, finance, and so on and so forth. I, I read them. So I took in The the ethnic side. And then I also read Fortune magazine. I read Inc. magazine. And Inc. magazine uh, had an entrepreneurial approach. Talking about people starting small, small businesses. And then Forbes magazine. Always talking about rich people, business people, wealthy people. So I did that. So I would see one person, I would take a look at their history, where they came from, what they were doing, what they consider to be their challenges, what they had to overcome. And I would try to imagine myself um, in their shoes and try to think, if I were in that industry, if I did something like that, built or started a business and I had a problem, who would I go to? How would I deal with the challenges? How would I even go out there and find an office? How would I find employees? How would I sell? Who would I sell to? So it all came with finding successful seniors. So there weren't people I could touch. There weren't people I could talk to, but there were people I could read about. There were people um, that I could hear about and they give me inspiration. It works. Try it. And then, so I've so far talked about shortcuts don't last. The day does not end until the work is done. And now, watch your successful seniors. So that's three of them. The fourth one is that a great career as an entrepreneur, requires good health. Good health. An entrepreneur goes through so many different things. It's all manner of stress. There are physical things that you have to do. There's traveling that you must do. Um, there's trying to deal with, you know, <laughs> the, the, all the stresses of finding good people, um, of trying to keep your money, of trying to make sure you don't waste your money, and so on and so forth. And a lot of the the problems that everybody has, the entrepreneur also lacks time, time for him or herself. And quite often, you know, you work throughout the day, sometimes throughout the night. but. It is important, if you want to be successful, and have that success last, that you take care of your health, that you exercise, that you find something that makes you happy to do, and something worthwhile, something positive. I'm not talking about just going drinking yourself to death. No. I'm talking about taking up some hobby reading listening to music dancing some sport could be golf could be soccer could be tennis could be anything that gets your heart going and, 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 um, and that's healthy for you but as an entrepreneur you must find time to get the the, the health. Checks to get an annual physical to take care of your health, find out what's going wrong, um, and stress. Stress, you'll get stress in abundance, so you must find things to do that will reduce your level of stress. It will not go away, but to reduce it, what makes you happy, what makes you relax. It's very, very important. So they don't teach you that in college. They don't teach you that in school. Even though when you start school, they say, ah, you have to go for physical education. Many people take it as, oh, it's just something to do. Well, it's an important something to do if you want to be a successful entrepreneur and live long enough to enjoy uh, the wealth that you create, the prosperity that you create. The next one I say is all work and no play does not produce consistent good results. You must celebrate success. You must take time out and enjoy life with your family, with your friends, with your employees. That is why many successful companies, they have a a health day. And sometimes the health day means some people take time off and go away somewhere. Uh, That's why some people have family days once a year. That's why some people have get-togethers at the end of the year. That's why some companies celebrate people's birthdays and promotions in a big way. it is important. It is important to play. It is important to take time out and enjoy um, the fruits of your labor. Uh, it helps with longevity. It helps with enthusiasm. It helps to build teams and bring employees and, and employers and, and people together. So, all work and no play does not produce consistent good results celebrate success. My next point is that discipline is everything discipline and if it's your business well <laughs> and you keep dipping your hands into the cash drawer you keep taking things from the business and using them uh, for your personal, Personal life. If you're if you're the, the, the entrepreneur, the business owner, and you are trying to tell people to cheat in many different areas, to cheat your customers, um, to 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 cut cut things here and there, um, and 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 not do the right thing. Well, if you are indisciplined your employees will also become indisciplined. They will also think that doing the wrong thing is the right way to, 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 to do a business. And that will bring your business down. So discipline is important. If you say we're going to do reports, we must do reports. If we're all going to sacrifice to, to get things done, we all sacrifice. Um, it is important that if we say people must dress a certain way, that we all do it, that we're all well-groomed, um, that we follow the rules, we, we, we follow the regulations, and we do what is needed for the business to survive. And then <laughs> we all work in, in, in jurisdictions, and there are governments In those jurisdictions, in those areas. So I say the other lesson is pay the government. What is do the government? Which says pay your taxes, pay your dues, but stay away from the state as much as you can. You know, if you have regulators, well, the regulators, they work for the state. You can't stay away from them. But you must follow the rules. and You must have a decent relationship with them. Otherwise, they'll bring you down. And governments rely on taxes. So there's payroll tax. There's income tax. There's tax on your profits. There, there are VAT to be paid, and so on and so forth. You know... When governments don't like you, when government and state administrations don't like you, the very first thing that they do is they go and check your tax record. Do you pay tax? If they like you, they might, they might come and work out something with you. But if they don't like you, they will say, pay it all today. If you don't pay it, we take your business, we shut you down we do something, and you will go away. So believe me, you, if you are running your own business, take the taxes seriously. Take paying for the Social Security um, tax and what you have to do uh, by law. Pay it. Find money to pay. I have that experience where I have had management and employees who would just pay the net pay, net salary, not knowing that they are leaving for me to come and deal with the tax liability. So if people come, and there are people in government agencies who will come and show you some shortcuts, some ways to get around paying taxes and, 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 and other financial obligations. Well, if you get caught in that, if you get yourself into it, you might find that that will destroy your business. You don't want that. You might find that that destroys your business. You don't want that. And I want to tell you, and I've talked about this uh, earlier, And I have a whole episode on failure. I just want to say here very quickly, failures happen. Failing is part of being in business, but you don't want to make it a habit. You make it a habit, your business collapses, you go away. So when you fail, dust yourself up, strengthen yourself up, learn from the experience, correct them, correct your mistakes, And move on. You can become highly successful. And finally, my last point. Success breeds success. Be successful. Do something, even something small, and make sure that it is successful. Because one success, one successful experience with a service, with a product, with a contract, Whatever it we'll pave the way for bigger successes, for bigger things to happen, more wonderful things to happen. So, I've tried to share with you some of what I've learned in my journey all these years. Shortcuts don't last. The day does not end until the work is done and accounted for. Watch your successful seniors learn their habits and attitudes and emulate the successful ones. A great career requires good health. All work and no play does not produce consistent good results. Discipline is everything. Pay the government, but stay away from the state as much as you can. Failures, they do happen. Success breeds success. And I want to wish you wonderful success, a wonderful life, a wonderful experience as an entrepreneur. And um, if in any way what I have said to you today is helpful, helpful, Wonderful. We'll come back, and I'm sure that as we continue on um, with all these discussions about entrepreneurship, we may visit and revisit some of these things. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fresh Matters. You can listen to all the other episodes wherever you get your podcasts. God bless you.